accidentally do things you'll later regret. Oh no, you did. Hello, and welcome to Let's Place. It's the 2021 Game of the Year edition episode, everybody, because time doesn't fucking matter anymore, so we can do a goatee episode in March. Fuck you! Who says we can't? I am, as usual, Luke, and I'm joined by uh, Crystal and Chelsea. Hi. Uh, at least I thought I was. <laughs> I'm here. I'm Crystal, as usual. Yep, Maxie's also here. I'm Maxie, as often. Yeah. And so is Zach. Hi, you don't know me. That's true. <laughs> oh, I'm peeking in the waveform a bit. I gotta, I gotta sit back. Mm, yeah. This show, if anything, if nothing else, is dedicated to high quality audio. That would make my life easier. Yeah. <laughs> gotta get some gold-plated headphone jacks to fully enjoy this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that is fake, right? That's just, like, yes. magic? Okay. No, no, the electricity moves faster through the gold, is how it works. I mean, gold does have, like, electrical engineering, like, benefits to it because but, of how, like, malleable it is, I think. And, and it's very highly conductive, and it doesn't rust, but, like, at the scales right. in which we're using these things, it's already going a fraction of the speed of light over to your computer in the other room. Right, right. It's, uh, my understanding with a lot of that stuff is that, yeah, most audiophile stuff is kind of bullshit but try telling that to an audiophile and you'll get yelled at <laughs> anyway we're here to talk about the five best games from the year 2021 we're getting in before q the end of q1 2022 what do you want from us has fiscal ended yet i mean it depends on whether you use you know some folks use like a fiscal calendar year didn't we also do a game of the year once that was like, we, like we did two game of the years back to back because we had missed the year before? Yeah, we did like a game of the year in June. Listen, we do our best around here. So yeah, each of us is going to nominate uh, one of their favorite games from 2021, and we're going to figure out just how fucking good they are. I mean, that's not necessarily true. I don't think I'm going to nominate a game I played. <laughs> Okay. I didn't play a lot of things, and the one thing I did play, it was, it was fine. I mean, I'm just saying, if you... Listen, I know we've been kind of sticklers about rules on this show in the past. If you wanted to say your game of 2021 was Hollow Knight, I'm not going to argue. Oh, I have I have already a, a whole post-it of notes of games I played in 21, 2021, and then games that actually came out in 2021. Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, I'd prefer to stick with 2021 releases, but if you got literally nothing, then, you know. Um, yeah, so let's, let's go around the horn here. Zach, you, what, what do you got? What do you nominate? Okay. Mm. See, it's, oh, man. One of these is definitely going to be taken by someone else. So, okay. I'm going to... Well, I mean, you're, you've got dibs here, so... Well, yeah, but I'm not going to steal Hitman. Someone else can take Hitman. I, I got I got a I got a rep myself, and I gotta say one of my favorite games that came out in 2021 was Toho 18 Unconnected Marketeers. Toho 18 is it just one eight? One eight. Okay, Toho one eight, and what was the subtitle? Unconnected Marketeers. Unconnected Marketeers. Like we all are right. since 2020, sure. which yeah, is what the game yeah, is actually about. Crystal, how about you? What are you nominating? Uh, my nomination would be the Caligula Effect Two. Okay, the Caligula Effect. Well, come on, Google, work with me here. Toho eighteen. Okay, Cal the Caligula 
effect to. Okay, Maxi, I think you said your nomination before we started. Yes, I will be nominating Psychodots 2 by Double Fine Productions. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Chelsea, what are you nominating? Uh, what even came out last year? Um, well, as we were discussing extensively before we started, the uh, official uh, Game Awards winner of Best Game was It Takes Two. Let's look at some of the other nominees from the VGAs. 2021. Fucking, what do we got here? Wikipedia, help me out. Deathloop, uh, probably. Yeah, Deathloop was nominated, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts oh, yeah. 2, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. I am looking at the uh, Wikipedia page for 2021 video games right now, the category yeah. page, I should say. They have future-proofed this shit way too hard. <laughs> <laughs> In what way? It already goes up to the 2070s. <laughs> there aren't any links. It's just like, well, we'll get there eventually. What? What? <laughs> yeah. Well, now I need to see this. You know what it probably oh. is? It's a template that defaults to displaying, like, oh, here's five decades in the past, and here's five decades in the future from where Sorry. you are. Sorry, I haven't gotten around to getting the 2080 pages made yet, so. Yeah, I'm trying to see where you're <laughs> seeing. Oh, oh, you're right. Yeah, 2031. Yeah, okay. I see. They're just dead links. Yeah. Okay. Weird. I went into the 2056 page and it said the PlayStation 8 was released that November. Man, they slowed these way down if they're only up to the 8. Oh, Loop Hero was last year. Loop Hero was Loop pretty Hero good. Was last year. Loop, Hero, Loop Hero was on my little post-it. I got that written yeah. down. N -n nothing wrong with a Loop Hero. Yeah, you know, okay. not the best, but... The Near Replicant remake? Uh... uh some version of Candy Crush Saga, apparently. Sorry, oh, which, that was the highest grossing. Which protagonist did the Near Replicant remake have? That had the uh, brother Near. Okay, maybe I'll play it when they patch in the right one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can play Near uh, on an Xbox Series X, uh, 4K enhanced. That is true. Uh, you know what came out last year was the third or fourth best Disgaea game, Disgaea Six. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, let's see what else. What we got. is the we got... gunk? Oh, oh the, the gunk? gunk is like a 3D like. It's an Xbox game where you're on an alien planet and you clean up goop. Well, that's delightful. Yeah, I've I've heard it's like <laughs> decent. Yeah, it, it got mixed or average reviews, but it is called the gunk. Yeah, it, it's called I've heard the that gunk. It's maybe not like super fun, but if you kind of want to zone out and clean something, it's you know you could do worse. Or you could play Power Wash Simulator. Power Wash Simulator, that's true. That came out last year. That is true. That might be your game of 2021, Chelsea. You played a lot of Power Wash Simulator. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and nominate a game that I haven't played, but I am meaning to play. Okay. Let's see how... You pr uh, Chicory, A Colorful Tale. Oh, sure. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. All right, so we're putting on Chicory, A Colorful Tale. I'm torn between two, and like, mm, I liked both of these games a lot. I guess I will go with Unsighted over Returnal, because Returnal's a large-budget Sony Enterprise game. Unsighted's an indie game made by two people. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm you didn't go with Inscription. I remember you being really into it. I like Inscription. Fair. Uh, yeah, no, End I also sense. like Inscription. <laughs> yeah. 
I think it is a good game. <laughs> um, yeah, you see, look, no Hitman 3. You blew it. I mean, Hitman 3 on its own does not come with the content from the first two games, so it doesn't have Sapienza, which is a big mark That's against true. it. It has That's that true. last I, train yeah. level, which is another big mark against it. So I don't think it would have. What's wrong with the train level? It's I've got listen. The train level is fine as like a coda to the Hitman World of Assassination trilogy, but it's got nothing none of the stuff that I like about Hitman levels. There, I appreciate you know? what they were trying. Yeah, like it was very obviously a break from the other levels, and like forced you to do it a specific way rather than leaving it open. Right. But then there's the part where you have to, like, shoot people. And who wants to shoot anyone? Yeah, you don't have to shoot people. But, you know. Yeah, but I'm only going to do that level once, and halfway through, I'm thinking, I just want to get to the end of this. Yeah, see, for me, the thing was, yeah, you do have to play it multiple times if you want to clear all the challenges on it. Yeah, listen. But you you kind of can't do that much on it, though. At least the challenges page is pretty short for that one. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I was... But yeah, come, you know, maybe in um, 18 months where you get around to recording the 2022 game of the year. Yeah, exactly. We can loop back around to Hitman Trilogy. Well, and kind of yeah, take by the then thing. they will have brought in, like, the roguelike mode and shit. Yeah, that'll really liven the game up. That's what people are waiting for. I'm waiting for it. I kind of am, too, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I, I, sounds cool. It, just give me a randomizer, you know? I mean, that's basically I, I that's what it basically is. basically what the roguelike mode is going to be. What if they made a Souls game that was a roguelike? That'd be rough. That'd be real rough. I mean, I feel like... Are we talking, like, classic roguelike without They're not even roguelites. Not even in any capacity. I mean, <laughs> then it, it wouldn't be... A Souls-like, really, it would just be a 3D action roguelike, and at that yeah. point we're just well. When we talk about what is a Souls game, no, I think I'm like, describing is the Chalice Dungeons and Bloodborne. That is what you're describing. Oh well, everybody loved those. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Everyone complained about it at the time, but they did kind of figure out. Oh, if we just take all the Chalice Dungeons and put them into secret holes in the ground in a big open world, everyone will love them. Yeah. That's all the, like, catacombs in Elden Ring are. I'm starting to think I might like the Chalice Dungeons more than the catacombs. You mean I don't I have to go fucking look for them? the Chalice Dungeons did have more unique bosses than the catacombs. Whatever, I'll fight watchdogs all day, are you kidding? I'm not, listen, I'm not putting down the catacombs, I'm just saying. Anyway, we, yeah, uh, boy, I liked Returnal a lot, though, is the if thing. If Returnal's what you feel in your heart. I'm surprised you didn't pick the Hot Wheels game. Hot Wheels Unleashed is a good game. Wait, really? I like it. Oh, yeah. Hot Wheels Unleashed is the best driving game that came out last year. Does it have the weird drag race car with, like, the uh, the weird S-shaped spoiler at the top? You know what I mean? I don't know if I saw that one specifically, but there's a lot of Hot Wheels in there, so it wouldn't surprise me. All I need is uh, that I, one and I, the, the hot rod, you know, the Wario drives. Oh, sure, yeah, I... I don't remember whether or not that one was in there or not either. I did have a um, tow truck with a hamburger in the bed. And I had one that was a toaster and like the toast popped up when you hit the boost. Okay, so within like the 
diegetically, are the cars in the game small and toy-sized, or are they yes. car-sized? No, they are toy-sized. The levels are all, like, uh, living rooms or, like, skate parks that somebody built a Hot Wheels track So this is a of. very tiny burger and a very tiny toaster. Yes. Yeah, it's like a little die-cast burger. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very, like, you know, the tracks are clearly plastic. If the light hits them in a certain way, you can see, like, fingerprints all over them from, like, kids putting them together. It's it's a weirdly well-made game. <laughs> it's a game for those nostalgic for Hot Wheels, not a game for... Eh, it's probably a game for kids, too. I'm sure kids would have fun with it, although I will say, surprisingly difficult... <laughs> Those fucking, the AI racers in Hot Wheels Unleashed are out for fucking blood. I want a Hot Wheels gotcha in which all of the character rarities are named shit like mint, mint on card, slightly used, etc. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, boy, both Returnal and Unsighted are really fucking good. I, I'm gonna stick with Unsighted. I'm, I'm sticking with that, that. That's the one. We will get to that later, though, because for now we're going to start with... Toho 18 Unconnected oh, Marketeers. Tell me about this one. All right. So this is a game I wanted to do a quick run through before we started today. Uh, mm. But I got kind of sidetracked because it's 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 a um, it's a bullet hell shmup game. So it's kind of short. Right. It is arcade length. You can blast through it in 30 minutes if you know what you're doing. Um, but this is a completely biased answer none of none of my arguments are objective they are sure. extremely subjective because i've been into toho for like 13 years now and whenever a new one comes out it is event television sure so specifically what i like about this one is it's a little more replayable than the other ones so the the okay. basic gameplay gimmick is that you're doing the usual bullet hell shmup stuff but um, after every stage, you know what? This is kind of like a roguelike. This is Toho roguelike mode. You collect money throughout the stage. Killing enemies faster gets you more money. You get to the end of the stage, you buy a trading card. And the trading card will give you some sort of active or passive benefit. And then you keep going. Uh, okay. Unlocking more cards as you do successive runs. Uh, eventually unlocking the ability to equip more cards when you start a run. Um, I just think it's like gameplay wise, I think it's a little more accessible than bullet hell games tend to be. I think a lot of people are like intimidated and scared off by them. Yeah. Um, and story and character wise, it's impossible for me to give like an actual objective, um, kind of summary of it because I'm too, I'm too fandom brained with this shit. Well, let's see what Moby Games has to say about it. The 18th main series Toho game features Reimu and her friends as they investigate the mysterious appearance of cards throughout Gensokyo, which seems to carry secrets. Who's buying and selling them? What are they for? As far as the protagonists are concerned, the cards are useful for their magic powers. There are 40 different ability cards with their own special abilities. They come in several different categories. Active cards, whose abilities are activated with a button press. Passive cards, which have some kind of benefit just from being equipped. Some kind of equipment. benefit. It's not important which. Uh, equipment, which grant the players help, which grant the players helpers to fight alongside them, and extra lives. Players can equip cards at the start of a run and change their loadout at the end of each stage. While they begin the game with only a few cards, players can unlock more cards after each playthrough. There are four different playable characters, each with their own abilities. 
Remu, the classic main character, is joined by Marissa, Sakuya, and Sanae. I'm sure I butchered every one of those names. No, just two of them. <laughs> All right, well, hey. Maxie, I want you to tell me about Toho 18, because you played it, I think, twice. Yeah, I actually ended up getting a bit into Toho this year, more than I have before, uh, but mostly it was some of the older games. Mm-hmm. This one, uh, let me think. So, uh, the stage one boss is like, you know what, you know the Lucky Cats? Yeah. It's one of those, but she's kind of shitty at it, if I recall correctly. Yeah, so okay. she can, so the thing with the Lucky Cat is that the Lucky Cat is supposed to symbolize both, uh, bringing in money and customers. This Lucky Cat can do one of them, but not the other. I see. So if you want money, she can give you money. If you want people, she can give you people, but not both. Okay. Uh, let's um, see. In terms of the playable cast, Raymond and Marissa are in most of them. They're basically the Mario and Luigi. Sakia is in a few of them. She is... So the joke is that she is the chief maid in a vampire mansion. We're getting bogged okay. down, Maxie. I don't has... want to get you to go off the rails too much. <laughs> But she does have Dio's The World, Zach. Uh, okay, no, let me let me streamline it. Uh, 40 cards is more than it sounds like because there's usually only six stages in the main game and there's always an extra stage after that if you clear it in one shot. Uh, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. I think the central gimmick is pretty fun. The final boss is great because she's just the god of capitalism and you get to beat her up pretty much. Okay, love it. She's and more like the she's like the god of Comicet, basically. Uh huh. Because Zun Zun is really bummed out that he didn't get to go to Comicet the last two years, so he made a game about it. Okay. Okay. But like the best way I can describe like this era of Toho is basically like it's a long running shonen or something at this point. So like all the people that have gotten invested in it. Uh, right. are just super hyped whenever a minor character with minor lore implications shows up. Yeah, right, exactly. So, you but know, in this one, it's like, oh, fuck, the Tengu leader is the stage five boss. Can you believe this shit? And I then, can't. Exactly. <laughs> They've been talking her up for, like, years. Yeah, and she's got a little snively little Igor companion. She's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, like uh, Toho games are just like, like I said, they're, they're, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're essential playing for me. Sure. I get you. Uh, let's, uh, now that you've explained, uh, you know, how much you like this game, let's figure out how low it's going to end up on this. All right. No, listen, I could get, <laughs> yeah. I could get more into it. If, if you, so like only for a There'll little be bit. There'll be time for more arguments as we vote, I think. Go ahead then. We got enough to start. Chelsea. How does uh, Toho 18 compare to game number 342, Judgment, the Yakuza spinoff about a down-on-his-luck disgraced lawyer that, by all accounts, is extremely good, and I keep wondering how it ended up this low. It's not low. It's, you know, worse than 50% of all games. But it's also better than 50% of all games. I suppose that's true. Sorry, what'd you say, Chelsea? I said Judgment. All right, uh, Crystal, how about you? I'll vote for Toho. It's one for each. Maxi. Toho. And Zach. I feel like I gotta vote for Lost Judgment, but I'm gonna vote for Toho. 
Well, I was gonna say, to be clear, this is just judgment, not lost judgment. Oh, wait. Oh, in that case, Toho. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Toho takes it and moves up to number 171. Zach, how does it compare to Wii Sports? It's Wii Sports. All right. Now, it is Wii Sports. Yeah. What I would say is that Wii Sports has five games in it, right? Sure. Only one of them is very good. Mm-hmm. And the other four are kind of mid to bad. Hmm. Uh, w- Toho on the other... Tennis or boxing? Um, I'd rather play boxing than tennis. Okay. What about golf? Wait, you're calling boxing the good one? No, Dude, bowling is got... the good one. Oh, right. Oh, I see. Bowling. Now, I think the mere fact that four different people have four different opinions on which one is the good one maybe puts the lie to that argument. We all agree bowling is the best one. No, it's tennis. No, it's golf. See? This is what I'm saying. <sighs> the boxing has some depth to it. Truly a game for everybody, which is a point in its yeah. favor. Sure. A bullet hell what? game. There's me and eight other perverts that play these. <laughs> right. <laughs> Zach, how, how do you feel about the idea the uh, that uh, the genre that we refer to as shoot em up should just be called shooters? Uh, no, they have two names to me. Shmups is okay. Yeah. I'll accept shmups. I really like STG, or shooting game, which is oh. what the Japanese community calls them. So I see I mean, STG all the time. I see, I see. Yeah, I, I like how stupid shmup sounds. It's a bad word to hear for, with your ears, and that's why I like to say it. I, it's the, the problem is that you can't just say shooters, because that has come to mean something else. And yeah, I would assume that's more of a third or first person. Exactly, shooter. and that's the What's problem. The that's the problem with people today, man. Don't remember. Yeah, but that's how you change the understanding. Because these these are the original shooters. <laughs> yeah, but like... Yeah, the boomer shooters, they call them. Yeah. <laughs> well, now hold on, that's a different thing. But these are actual boomer shooters. Boomers are <laughs> played the asteroids. The silent generation shooters. <laughs> the lost generation shooters. Uh. All right, so that's one vote for Toho. Maxie, how about you? I'm voting for Toho. Crystal. Toho. Chelsea. Sports. All right, uh, Toho takes it once again and continues to move up to number 85. Chelsea, how does it compare to Resident Evil, the original, 1996? A landmark game in the survival horror genre. Uh, Toho. All right. Uh, Krista, would you rather have to preserve your ammunition or have so much ammunition on screen at the same time that uh, you die? I want, I want to have the, the patterns of the ammunition being fired communicate character to me, so I'm voting for Toho. Okay, okay. That's, okay, that's two for Toho. Maxi. Zombies are scary, so I'm voting for Toho. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> Zach. I gotta go with the group. I mean, I'm browbeaten here, but okay, I'll choose Toho. <laughs> Alright, Toho 18, officially a top 100 game. Now it's got a chance at the top 50. Zach, how's it compared to uh, another shooter, Halo 2? Now this is tough. Uh-huh. <laughs> there, are, there are two games that I spent a lot of my high school playing in computer classes instead of doing okay. work. One of them yeah. are the Toho games that I had on my USB drive that I brought to school. 
Uh, and the other one is Halo 2, which other kids brought on their USB drives, and it slowly just kind of spread throughout the school. Um, right. So as much as I did enjoy playing Halo 2 with a bunch of like classmates in like 12th grade instead of doing any work, nothing compares to being in like 10th or 11th grade sitting at my HTML class or whatever playing some Toho because I finished my assignment in eight seconds because it was just like make the text bold or whatever. Right, and, right. And the kid next to me was like, oh, you're playing Toho, huh? And then he booted up Toho on the hardest difficulty and just started clowning me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wonderful. That's a vote for Toho. Crystal. Both very uh, influential shooters. Nothing in Toho compares to punching a grunt. Halo 2 invented matchmaking. That's true. Halo 2 invented dual wielding. Mm-hmm. Now that's definitely not true. Wait, which which game had dual wielding before? Final Fantasy 3. I mean the shooter. I feel like there had some to be... other game at some point probably had dual wielding, but Halo 2 certainly popular. Right? Halo 1 didn't. They evolved the combat even further. That's yeah. true. Wow. That's true. That's impressive. And then that became a trend in shooters until they realized dual wielding was bad. Yeah. It, it looks cool, but it's not actually uh, interesting from a gameplay perspective. No, Damn. not really. Halo, you know, Halo 2 came before Hitman Blood Money, so maybe it did invent dual wielding. I can't yeah. believe it didn't. <laughs> I guess Tomb Raider had dual wielding, but my vote was for Toho. Okay. Hey, now that we know what he looks like, can someone go back into Halo 1 and 2 and mod in John Halo's face? Someone probably has. Wait, we know John Halo's face now? Have they shown his face? Oh, yeah. They showed his face today. Oh, the Paramount show? Wait, is that where it's from? That's the most recent Halo product. Now I gotta find this thing. I didn't realize I was the only one that saw John Halo's face. Alright, well, you're searching for that. Maxi, Halo 2, or Toho? So here's the thing. Uh, The beautiful sound of punch-a-grunt aside, I've just never really liked most first-person shooters. Pretty much the only Mm -hmm. ones that I got were uh, Unreal Tournament 2004 and Team Fortress 2. Okay. But I do love a good Toho, so I gotta vote for Toho. All right. Chelsea. Halo. Okay. (laughs) Toho is officially a top 50 game. And it's moving up to number 21 for a chance at the top 25 now. This is so fucked up. I hate this shit. Yeah, hold on. Let's take a look at uh, John Halo's face here. That's just a guy. This uh, The best tweet I saw about this is, this is a guy that runs a mean auto zone. (laughs) <laughs> boy oh boy all right well anyhow do you think he's getting jacked off in the pick right now um let me look at the picture again let me see it would explain the face he's very clearly trying to keep a straight face while yeah, he, he is on be. the verge it's possible i'm not gonna say it's not Oh, this is the guy that played the Leprechaun in American Gods. I thought you were okay. about to say this is the guy who played the Leprechaun in Leprechaun. <laughs> All right. Crystal, how does, 
How does, uh, or not Crystal, uh, Chelsea, how does Toho compare to The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, a game you tried and fucking hated? Well, why did, why did you say that? Because <laughs> I want you to be honest about your feelings. I, yeah, well, I don't know why you're doing this to me. That's Let's Place, baby. Majora's Mask. Why? You don't like it. <laughs> I don't have to explain myself. That's true, you don't. Uh, Crystal, how about you? I'm a vote for Majora's Mask. Okay, Maxie? I also have to go Majora's Mask. The vibes are immaculate. That is true. Immaculate vibes on that one. Uh, Zach? I can't deny the vibes are immaculate. All right, Toho. Oh, Master Chief been is hit the by... brother of Sabretooth. What? Their actors are brothers. Okay. But I am saying, if it was a shmup, it's just one big moon. It's easy to dodge. I, mean, so I don't know why they didn't now, do that. Now, Zach, you know that's not true. You've played Toho 15. <laughs> you know what? That is true. There are there are some big old moons. It, it, also, they they show the moon hitting if you get a game over. Like, it's got a shockwave to it that is undodgeable. No, just roll. I don't think Link has iframes. Then it, how good of a game is it really? <laughs> All right, that moves us down to number thirty-one. Zach, how does it compare to Metroid Prime, a first-person adventure game from Retro Studios? Well, I've heard, like Citizen Kane, you can return to Metroid Prime again and again. Uh huh. And that's something that I don't think anyone's ever played Majora's Mask a second time. So, well, we're not talking about Majora's Mask anymore. Oh shit. It's still Toho. It's Toho versus Metroid Prime. Well, now I gotta gotta redo the whole calculus in my head. Yeah. What what's better, Metroid Prime or Toho? Uh, did Metroid Prime have Dark Samus in it yet? No, that well they tease her at like the very doesn't end count. I'm so, voting Toho. Here's the thing. I was about to say if Metroid Prime had more bullet hell elements, I'd be more into it. But I'm pretty sure what I'm describing is Returnal. Yeah, that is true. So until we get to that discussion, I'm going to have to go with Toho. I did not nominate Returnal. (laughs) I mean, we'll place it eventually. Yeah, there are more episodes coming. You know, allegedly. All right, that's one vote for Toho. Uh, Maxi. I already voted for Toho. Right, you did. I forgot. Crystal. It's gotta be Metroid Prime, the game that invented Metroid. That's true. Chelsea. Metroid. I am also going with Metroid. Which means that Toho continues to drop to number 36. Chelsea, how does it compare to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? The Nintendo Switch entry and the world-famous platform fighter where fucking Pac-Man can fight Sephiroth if you want. Everybody's here. Everybody's here. They didn't put Reimu in it. That's true. Reimu's not in it. Don't rub it in. (laughs) I'm just saying, who the fuck cares about Sora from the Disney game? What am I, five? Okay, now hold on. Hold on a second. I care about Sora. Sora fights for his friends. He fights for his friends. I thought Ike did that. You can't have two characters fight for their friends. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Ike becomes hardened by battle, whereas Sora's love for his friends only grows. That's true. Oh, I thought you said uh, Sora's loafers only grow, in which case that also be true. 
He's <laughs> also yeah. true. He has big shoes. He got big clown shoes. That's that's indisputable. Uh, I'm sad they didn't get Haley Joel Osment in the booth for some new lines for Super Smash Brothers. Oh, anyway, wait. I this. thought we were joking. I forgot he's actually in Smash Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. He's right in there. <laughs> Remember when they got Captain Falcon's voice actor back just to do some noodle slurping noises? <laughs> I do remember that, yes. It's very important that these noodle slurping noises are authentic. Absolutely. Well, you want to credit someone else in the credits? That's two true. voice actors for Captain Falcon? Crystal, Smash or Toho? Um, Smash Bros. Okay, Maxi? Hmm. Yeah, I guess I gotta go with Smash Bros. I played a lot more of it. Alright, Zach? I'm gotta go Smash Brothers also. Yeah, Toho was doing fantastic until it just hit, like, a bunch of fucking Nintendo games. <laughs> and that's gonna continue as, Zach, what's better, Toho or Super Mario Galaxy 2? Oh, oh you see, this one is actually tough. Yeah. Because Galaxy 2 is the best Mario game. Thank you, yes! Improves on the original in every way. Mm-hmm. Better music. Yeah. Got them green stars. God, it's got them green stars. Maxi, yeah, no, the green, green stars game. are so good. I, I love you. just like going through a stage and be like, oh, there's a star around here somewhere. There's no boss or challenge, <laughs> but sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes when I'm in Elden Ring, I'll keep my ear peeled because I can hear a scarab behind a rock somewhere. And that's how it feels to find the green stars. Yeah, all, like, some of the green stars are a little lame, I'll grant that, but the good ones are all like, oh, fuck, you gotta, like, kind of break out of the boundaries of the game in a way that Nintendo usually doesn't let you do, and that's fun! There Maxi. are 120 of them, Luke! I don't I know! Only 120? And you I can get you the- you 100% of the fucking game, that turns out, no, 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 you're only 50% done! No, you're only 25% done, because then you got to do it with Luigi, too. And that's when I checked out. Wait, do you play... I, didn't, I forgot you could unlock Luigi in that I one. I thought in 2, you could just switch between Luigi and Mario, and it was just... They just control a little different, and that was it. No, you got to unlock Luigi. And you got to get all the stars twice? Yeah, but it's a fun game. Fuck that, Toho. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah, Toho still does have better music than even Mario Galaxy 2. Okay, okay. But also, while I'm at it... You have to collect 30 stars in Galaxy 2 to be Luigi. However, he only shows up on certain levels unless the player collects all 120 stars. You don't even have to do the green stars to get him. We don't talk enough about Ryo Nagamatsu in kind of the pantheon of Nintendo composers, so I'm just going to vote for Mario Galaxy 2 because i got to give that guy some rep. Also did the music in Link Between Worlds... Great okay. guy. Yeah. So, and Maxi, you're going. You're going to Ho. I'm going to Ho. All right, Crystal. Mario Galaxy Two, a fine video game, not an all-star game. So my vote is for Toho. <laughs> I'm mm. fine. It's not. <laughs> it's factually not. I. Mm. You can't say that it is because it isn't. It is in my heart. You can't play it on Switch incredibly rude that they left it out of that stupid... You can't play it on Switch, but you can play it on the NVIDIA Shield. 
I was gonna say you can play it on PC. That's so true. <laughs> At 4K. That's so true. <laughs> HD textures in there. Uh huh. Uh huh. Chelsea, Mario, or Toho? Face ship. I think you need to narrow it down. Oh, you said face ship, not spaceship. Yeah, face ship. <laughs> okay. Mario's face on his whole head is the spaceship. That's true. All right, Mario Galaxy 2 takes it, and... Well, I think that was a tie, but I'm voting Galaxy 2. So that pushes Toho down to number 40. Um, Chelsea, how does it compare to Hitman 2, the prequel to a game that got snubbed in this round of nominations? Hit a man. Crystal. Uh, Toho. Maxi. Hitman 2. And Zach. I'm going Toho, because I think Hitman 2 is the weakest of the three. Really? I agree with that. Really? It's just more Hitman. I I do feel like Hitman 1 has... Hitman 1 is very, like, down to basics. It is just crafting some really good stages to go through. Hitman 3... It's very pure. Hitman 3 leans into the gimmicks. Like, it it gets weird. Like, there are 40 other assassins after you. Kill whatever five of them you can find. You don't know who they are yet, though. Berlin is so good, man. And, and like the one where there's just a whole mystery going on, you can pretend to be the detective or you can ignore right. it. Right. Or the train. Yeah, see to me, Hitman 3 is the weakest, not because it's bad, I love Hitman 3, but because it is so like, it's so far away from the basics that like, it is really only good in contrast to the first two. But right? I feel like, the, like... It needs the first two for context, whereas the other two kind of stand on their own. The first... No, but the second one is kind of in the middle, where it, like, gets kind of gimmicky and experiments with the stage design. Yeah. But sometimes that just kind of means it's making worse stages than the first one. What stages are you thinking of here? Well, now i got to pull up a Hitman 2 stage list. you, you, you so got, I, you I got think... the fucking Hawks Bay, which is basically a tutorial level. You know, we that don't one doesn't discuss count. it much. Uh, you got the fucking racetrack, which is great. The it's racetrack great. is pretty good. Racetrack's pretty fucking good. The racetrack got so much better when I got into F1, and then I realized every single aspect of that... Um, of that stage has obviously been made by some like Danish F1 fans. Uh huh. Uh huh. You got uh, three headed serpent one. sucks. Oh uh, yes, yes. Columbia is a bad map, and it's like kind of fucking racist. Chasing a ghost. It, honestly, actually, the India map is really fun. The India map's pretty fun. It, it's it's very dense and like vertical in a way that a lot of them aren't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I didn't do. Uh, oh wait, no. Another life. Another the Life suburb. is pretty good, the, sub- the suburb one, but it feels just like kind of a retread of the suburbia one from Blood Money, honestly. Which is That's bigger. fair, I did not play Blood Money. Uh, and then you got Isle of Scale, which is rules. I did not do Yes, the, no, I, the I, I do scale. love the, the Isle of Scale. The, the expansion levels in Hitman 2 are not good. The bank oh, and what? the tropical Oh, no, false, incorrect. Oh, no, I hated the bank. The bank is one of the best levels they've ever done. Like, doing Silent Assassin, though? It was such a pain in the ass. I, I simply do not agree. <laughs> I would love to play it again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Chelsea, you said Hitman. Crystal, you said Toho. Toho. Maxi, you said Hitman. Yes. Zach, what, what was your vote here? You, you're I'm, saying, I'm saying Toho. That ties it. I'm, go- I'm going Hitman. I will agree Hitman 1's better than 2, but I still think 3's the weakest. 
Which means that, I believe... Oh, no, we're not quite done with Toho 18 yet. Uh, Zach, how does it compare to Power Stone for the Dreamcast? Oh, easy, Toho. All right, Maxi. Gotta rep Power Stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris I've Toho. never felt more betrayed by you. <laughs> Crystal says, Toho, uh, Chelsea. Power Stone. That ties it. Ah, hmm. Here's the thing. I didn't give my proper argument for Toho in that Crystal Crystal touched on it, which is that the bullet patterns released by the enemies and bosses in Toho are particularly meaningful to me because they very accurately represent uh, an aspect of the character. So the patterns are very much like artistic and poetic. Um, in ways that I just do not see from other bullet hell or shmup games that focus on more like maybe visually interesting, but less artistically interesting patterns. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and that's what puts Toho a step above, um, everything else for me. And that's kind of what I'm thinking about as I'm going through these is do the enemies in this game actually seem cool? That's my main criteria. Sure, sure. That's why I yeah, voted right, for I'll Halo 2. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it to Toho here, uh, which places it at number 41, directly above Power Stone, directly below Hitman 2. Uh, congratulations to Toho 18 Unconnected Marketeers for making it into the top 50. Uh, let's just see some things that's bumped out of here. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, no longer a top 50 game. I'm shedding no tears. Yeah, I, I yeah. played that one, and... Pokemon Sapphire version, no longer a top 100 game. I am shedding no tears. Oh, good. What's no longer top two? Oh, score 30-20, no longer a top 200 game. That's a tragedy. Radiation Pinball deserves to be a top 200. But, you know, hey, that's how it goes on this show sometimes. We are moving on to the Caligula Effect 2. Crystal, what the fuck is the Caligula Effect 2? So you, you heard of this game called um, Revelations Persona? Uh, yes, uh-huh. So the Kogi Effect 2 is a game set in... It... Okay. Hatsune Miku... Do you want me to read the two-sentence uh, Moby Games thing to set you up here? Sure, sure. The Virtua Doll Regret creates Redo, a simulation in which people are trapped. To escape from Redo, a group of awakened high school students reestablish the Go Home Club to fight against Regret's reign and escape to the real world. <laughs> Yeah, that about covers it. It's 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 you know one of those persona like RPGs that's got a cool combat system that's based around like air juggling enemies. Where like when you cho- it's turn based, when you choose an attack, you can like choose where on the future timeline that attack will happen. So if you okay. line up all your characters' different attacks, you can like keep enemies juggling the air forever and do sick combos. Okay. All right. And uh, the 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 character writing is just really good. the uh, The art style is really good. There's good transgender characters, unlike in the Persona series. Sure. Fair. I, th- I think they explore the concept of, hey, what if everyone was just checked out of life and went to the high school dream world? Uh, very well, considering it's a concept of like three other JRPGs that came out that year. Sure. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because I'm not getting this just scrolling through this video necessarily. Is it purely a dungeon crawler? 
Um, no. Like, you compared it specifically to Revelations Persona as opposed to, say, the the more modern Personas with the social sim stuff. Yeah, no, there, there's parts where you walk around and talk to NPCs. You do go on, like, little, um, basically social link dates with your with your companions. Okay. Would you say, have you played Tokyo Mirage Sessions? Would you say it's maybe comparable to that? Yes, I would say so. Okay. Oh, now you got me on board. Yeah, I, I like the look of it. Like, for what I assume is not a super high-budget game, like, they've got some style. Like, I feel like this game, if it came out in, like, 2003, everyone would be gushing about how fucking cool it looks. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Character portraits go a long way. Uh-huh. And just, like... With splashes of color and weird filters during combat also go along. The way. music is very good. You have uh, a lot of um, like the idols sing all the songs for each dungeon. That's all right. Okay, all right. Boy, this is this is Tokyo Mirage Sessions. You activate your super combo, and the you you have like a special super song that you can activate. Okay, okay. I'm not I'm not opposed to anything you're saying here. All right, well, let's figure out where it belongs on the list. Uh, we are going to start at game number 344. Zach, how does the Caligula Effect 2 compare to Cube Escape? What, the, what is this one? All right, it's like a puzzle game where you got to... Is this one of those like a, 2010s puzzle flash games where you got to escape a room? Not exactly. It's like a puzzle game where you have to roll a cube around like colored tiles and you gotta like match oh, like, you, the yeah. faces. I probably played this in high school also. Probably, or at least something like it. Anyway, the Caligula Effect 2. Okay. Uh Maxi. The Caligula Effect 2. Uh Crystal. Caligula 2. Chelsea. The thing everyone else voted for. <laughs> Caligula moves up to number 173. Chelsea, how does the Caligula Effect 2 compare to Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival, the Wii U board game based on uh, everyone's most delightful favorite boy? Why is this all in the top half? It's me. I'm the reason I'm voting for Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. (laughs) That's why. Uh, Crystal. Caligula 2. Maxi. Caligula 2. And Zach. Caligula 2. I'm voting for Amiibo Festival, but I'm outvoted. Well, thank you. You're welcome, Chelsea. Only K.K. <laughs> Slider sings in Animal Crossing. I mean, what's wrong with that? That's what I fucking thought. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Could listen to Zach, that dude all day. Cal- <laughs> Zach, how does the Caligula affect you compared to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, an open-air adventure game from Nintendo? All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the Breath of the Wild stan. Okay. So I got to vote for Breath of the Wild. I'm sure every possible argument has already been expressed on this podcast over the years. Yeah. A lot of different opinions one can have about the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I'm I'm on the positive end. Okay. Uh, Maxi, how about you? Here's the thing. Uh-huh. I thought Breath of the Wild was very good. Okay. But now Elden Ring is out. <laughs> it's a better game. It's just Breath of the Wild, but better. 
But hmm. I don't know if I agree with that. But no, I need to consider. Elden Ring wasn't out in 2021. So Breath That's of the true. Wild yeah. was still the best Breath of the Wild. I might say it's still the best Breath of the Wild because Elden Ring's doing many different things. I'll vote for Breath tell, of the tell Wild. Tell you what's the same between the two. I hate climbing. You can't climb an Elden Ring. <laughs> they make you try. The, they'll make it's you platforming. try. That's a different thing. You can occasionally get shortcuts if you're intent on trying, but I don't think they ever make you do platform. They're making me by presenting me the challenges. Okay. No, they, they make you sometimes. Maybe not for, like, the critical path, but there's definitely stuff where you can't do it unless you do some bullshit platforming. There's ladders. You gotta climb those. <laughs> I yeah, first you gotta find them, which is the hard part. Yeah, yeah. One day, one day Sonic Adventure will be recognized as the first Breath of the Wild. What? Because of the Knuckles levels. Oh, because of the Knuckles yeah. levels. Right, right, right. Yes. It's literally the, the Breath of the Wild thing. You're not as wrong as you could it's be. It's literally the same thing. <laughs> Maxie, so were you vote? Which way were you going? Breath of the Wild. Crystal? Caligula 2. Chelsea, Breath of the Wild or Caligula 2? Uh, Caligula. All right, that's a tie. Hmm. Crystal, you're you're a Zelda head. You sell me on why Caligula 2 is the better game, since you like both of these, I assume. I'm I'm a little tepid on Breath of the Wild, actually. Okay. Alright. Well, you're useless to me right now, then. <laughs> yeah, vote Caligula. Uh, yeah, alright, Caligula. <laughs> what do I care? <laughs> uh okay, that bumps Caligula effect up to number 44. Um Chelsea, how does it compare to the Shiva? A point-and-click adventure game about a rabbi who's embroiled in mysteries. Um, Shiva. Okay, Crystal. Ooh, I haven't played the Shiva as the thing. Yeah. I have played Caligula 2. That's true. So I'm gonna vote for Caligula 2. That's one for each. Maxi. Shiva's pretty good. Yeah? Okay. Uh, Zach. Now, I haven't played either, but I feel like I've been more sold on Caligula 2, just because it reminds me more of Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Okay, but sure. Zach, uh-huh. the Shiva is a mystery story uh, centering on a rabbi, which means it's a Jewish story, so that one should remind you of your girlfriend. And I'm glad <laughs> my girlfriend voted for it. <laughs> wow. Wow. The Caligula 2. That ties it. <laughs> That's tie. I'm going to go with the Shiva, because that game seems neat, and I keep meaning to get around to it. Which pushes Caligula 2 down to number 65. Uh, let's see here. Zach, how does it compare to Pokemon Emerald version, the definitive version of Generation 3 of Pokemon? It's a great question, and I'm glad you asked it. You're welcome. <laughs> you can repay the favor by answering it. I'm I'm rotating them in my mind. It's the only game right. with the battle frontier. God, that's so fucking true. No, I think Platinum Pokemon Emeralds. All right, uh, Maxi. Generation three. Listen, I think Generation two is still my favorite, but of uh-huh. the Pokemon games I've played, I think Generation three might be the best. Hell yeah. Hmm. In well, Generation no, there's so 3, much water. 
There's so much water. And they hadn't done the physical special split yet, but it did uh-huh. add abilities. Yeah, oh, and now never mind. There's some really no good physical special in it. split is tough. Gengar still had all the fucking elemental punches. Mm, thinking. I'm thinking. Or was that Alakazam? I don't remember. I'm thinking very hard right now. Uh huh. Was the trick house in Emerald, or did they take it out? In my opinion, the physical special split was a mistake. What? Why? Fuck you. What is wrong with you? You're insane. It was easier to do the mental math before. I disagree. You had to reference a fucking chart every time. Just give a physical attack or physical moves. You don't need a chart. The shit was called fire punch, and it wasn't a physical move. Because it's made of fire. It's made a punch. Ghost was a physical type. Yeah, that yes, and it was ridiculous. <laughs> That's the worst argument you can make in favor of. There was there was eight of one and seven of the other. There's but, eight of one and seven of the other. That's too many. I've well, already yeah, had there, to there memorize the type chart. Type I had to memorize the type chart by reading the back of my Prima strategy guide for Pokemon Gold and Silver like twenty times. The type chart is easy. I'm voting Caligula effect. <laughs> I'm, I'm realizing now my impressions of Gen 3 come a lot from the uh, Pokemon ROM hacks I've been playing this year. Yeah. That add in stuff like the physical special split. Crystal, real quick, without looking it up, tell me every type that steel is super effective against. Uh, well, it's super effective against rock type and ice type. And, of course, fairy type now. Mm-hmm. All right, you know, when when she's right, she's right. Here's the thing. Steel is easy. Tell me everything that poison is good against and everything that it's bad against. I was going to say poison, yeah. Oh, poison is good against uh, grass and fairy. And what, everything it's bad against? Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. I know, it's, I know, of course, steel is immune to it. Um, I think rock is resistant to it. Um, Does it resist itself? I think bug might be resistant to it. It might resist itself, also. Bug is not resistant okay, to it. Okay, In fact, poison resists bug. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Anyhow. What were we doing? Maxi Emerald or fucking Caligula? Caligula effect. Okay. <laughs> Crystal. Caligula. Chelsea. Uh, Caligula. All right, Caligula takes it. I think I had yeah, too much was... podcast juice. <laughs> uh, that moves it up. Chelsea, how does the Caligula effect too compare to Professor Layton and the Curious Village, a game you like in which I keep trying to... Pl- well, I tried one time to play because you like it and I want to be in- interested in your interests, but I kind of fell off of it. Not because I even disliked it. I just kind of, you know, I don't know what happened. Professor Layton. Great. <laughs> Crystal. Uh, Caligula. Maxi. Layton. Okay. And uh, Zach. Caligula. That ties it. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with Layton. Eventually, Professor Layton will meet Phoenix Wright. I mean, he already has. That that game exists. I just mean for you, eventually. (laughs) Oh, sure. (laughs) All right. That moves... Caligula effect down to number 59. Zach, how does it compare to Style Savvy Trendsetters? It's a style savvy game wherein, you know, you help people design their look. Everyone in Caligula already has a look. That's so That's true. true. 
when they activate There's nothing their to Eilon, they get a new look, and it's so good. <laughs> so I'm going. I'm going with Caligula. Okay. Which makes Style Savvy Elden Ring. And all the clothes they, they have. It's called Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah I'm already it playing. It was like a style savvy framework where you helped. Uh, you want a, <laughs> you want an Elden Ring spinoff where you play as the seamster guy. Yeah, and you like help the bosses uh, pick their outfits. Yeah. Have you done that quest, Crystal, with the little like tailor dude? Yeah, I told him he's beautiful. I didn't have that ability, so he died. <laughs> Should have found more prattling pates. I guess so. Wait, you actually uh, have to use those? Yes. For one in that quest extremely obscure quest line, yes. Oh shit, I don't know. Or else ha- he'll get himself killed trying to use magic to reform his face. I, I, I don't have your beautiful yet. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I'm voting for Caligula effect. Okay. <laughs> Crystal. Caligula. Chelsea. Caligula. Caligula takes it in a sweep and moves up. To number 56. Chelsea has compared to Thief the Dark Project. Come back to me. All right, Crystal. Caligula. Maxi. Caligula. Zach. What Thief game is this? This is the original Thief. Caligula. Okay. Uh, Chelsea has decided, but do you want to throw in a vote? Thief. Yeah. All right. Caligula effect takes it. It's moving up to number 55. Uh, Zach, how does it compare to Steven's Sausage Roll? It's a puzzle game about maneuvering a oh, sausage roll. Oh, fuck yes. Steven's Sausage Roll is one of the only puzzle games I have admitted is strong, is smarter than me. Great. <laughs> Maxi. Come back to me. Okay. Uh, Crystal. Caligula. Okay. And Chelsea. Uh... What are the votes? Uh, right now, it's one for each. Ah. <laughs> Chelsea. Fuck Chelsea. It. Steven Sausage. Uh, Luke, do you have an opinion on the matter? Um, not not a strong one. Why? What were you going to say? A Caligula effect. Okay. <laughs> I'll go Steven Sausage roll. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That move. Oh no, that places Caligula effect at number 56, directly above Thief the Dark Project, directly below Steven's Sausage Roll. Just shy of the top 50, but uh, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. Let's see, number 101. Uh, oh yeah, oh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, no longer a top 100 game. This is a problem for me, personally. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> Shuffle 15, no longer a top 200 game? That's fine. <laughs> Maxie, tell me about that. Psychonauts 2. All right, so Psychonauts 2 is a game where you play as Rasputin, um, a child with psychic powers who has just spent a bunch of time... uh, He went to Psychic Summer Camp to learn to control his powers in the last game, spiraled out of control. Uh, He sort of ended up doing a bunch of unpaid therapy, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, And now this game is a bit more of that, but with a... Higher budget, uh, I would say better game design. It doesn't casually use uh, an anti-Romani slur without thinking about it, and it's oh, also yeah. you that know was a big part of the first one, huh? It, it is maybe a bit more thoughtful about uh, 
mental illness and sure. related ideas. Mm-hmm. Also, it's just cool as hell. God, that game... The fucking level design and the concepts of the levels are also strong. The vibes yeah. are, again, immaculate. 15-year-old me would be furious that uh, five months after its release, I still have not played Psychonauts 2. Oh, yeah, 2021 was the year of like critically acclaimed sequels that your teenager self wanted. Uh-huh. And what I else d- are you thinking of? World uh, Ends With You, Neo! Yeah, World that's, Ends With oh, You 2. that's true. Uh, Psychonauts 2. Uh, let's see, what else? There's at least one other. Ratchet and Clank? Oh yeah, Max here. Are you disappointed that you forgot about Evil Genius 2? No, that game's fun, but I don't think it would be my goatee. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, the Moby Games entry for Psychonauts 2 is long, so I'm not reading this whole thing. Let's see, uh, experience an imaginative cinematic story that mixes humor and intrigue, brought to you by legendary game designer Tim Schafer of Grim Fandango, Brutal Legend, and Broken Age. Explore unique environments using Raz's ability to dive into people's brains to battle their inner demons, unlock hidden memories, and resolve their emotional baggage. Leap acrobatically through the air, traversing tight ropes and trapezes in a varied, challenging, and joyful platforming experience. Wield a powerful array of psychic powers to blast, burn, and levitate things, or even slow down time itself, to solve environmental puzzles and battle strange enemies. That all that all sound right to you, yeah. Maxi? Okay, cool. <laughs> Sounds cool. <laughs> all right, let's fucking hold on. It. Is Psychonauts a Persona game? No, Psychonauts is not a Persona game. Okay, they cause... both deal with the same rough idea of sort of delving into the unconscious, and in yeah. the Persona Five case, sort of uh, you know shifting things around a bit, maybe to make it less of a problem. Uh, but. You- You'd also easily imagine at least Psychonauts 1 having, like, a str- like they could have added in sort of that schedule social semi-structure of, like, because you're at camp and you got to do camp activities and stuff. Yes. It's not, it's much more linear and, like, you know, you just do this and then you do this. He, There's no, like, he, here's simplicity why, to Here's it. why Psychonauts 2 is not a Persona game, though. Uh, there is a canon homosexual couple and there are no really cringy homophobic jokes. Oh, okay, yeah, there you go. That's definitely not a Persona game, then. Yeah, the homophobia is essential to the Persona brand. <laughs> it's just not Persona without it. All right, we're starting at game number 343. Uh, Chelsea, how does Psychonauts 2 compare to Metal Gear Solid, the tactical <sighs> espionage action game for the PlayStation 1 starring Solid Snake? Psychonauts. Okay, uh, Crystal. Um, Metal Gear Solid. I'm surprised, because you replayed that, like, a while ago, and you're like, oh, wow, this is not that good. Yeah, but I'd still rather play it than Psychonauts 2. Damn, okay. That's not, that's That's not uh, to disparage Psychonauts 2, it's just not that interesting to me. Alright, that's fair. Uh, Maxi. Psychonauts 2. And Zach. I think I'm also gonna have to go with Metal Gear Solid. Oh, boy. (laughs) 
You know in sports when there's a tournament and people talk about like, oh, they got a really bad seed. They just got fucked yeah, by that. Yeah. This is a tough choice. Gonna, I, I was going to say the same thing. The imaginable. What is Metal Gear Max. Solid doing down here? That's a great question. It's in a good spot. <laughs> I mean, it's the worst Metal Gear Solid game. That's not true. Which one are you putting below it? Um, Four. Metal, Metal Gear Solid uh, 3. Really? Hmm. Oh, I don't want to do this to Maxi's game. <laughs> <laughs> but if you feel that Metal Gear Solid is a better video game. Luke, yeah. listen. Sometimes science is cold and harsh, and we just have to accept that. There is not enough sneaking in Metal Gear Solid. The the fucking tank boss sucks. Let's I'll give it to Yeah, Metal Gear Solid's not a stealth game. Oh no, not even a little bit. It, it's got a couple stealth levels. <laughs> Alright. Uh Psychonauts is moving up to number 171 by a hair. <laughs> Zach, how does it compare to Tales from the Borderlands, a telltale adventure game based on <laughs> Another really bad seed. Okay, so here's the thing with Tales of the Borderlands. So me and Maxi both have a very specific relationship with this game. Because the way we played it was uh, I did all of Reese's actions and she did all of Fiona's. Which is the perfect way to play that game in addition to it being the best Telltale game. Which is amazing because it's Borderlands. Right. So I have, a, I have a very specific kind of like time and place memory with Tales of the Borderlands. Okay. So I got to go with that one. All right. Maxi? Psychonauts 2. Tales from the Borderlands okay. is great, but there is no part in it where you are jumping around a casino that's also a hospital because you made somebody accidentally like super into gambling and also, she used to be a doctor. Wow. Yeah, but remember when this. at the end of episode five, where we had to choose our team for the Gundam fight? Yeah, but listen. Remember that we didn't songs choose Clap That was cool, episode. but also it was that was cool, but also it was kind of a foregone conclusion. Gotta love Zach coming in. Like, well, I just have an emotional attachment to this game because the way me and Maxie played it together. Yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna bring it up. Don't worry. Memories. I mean, cut to Maxie. Ah, fuck that game. <laughs> no, it's a. Listen, Tales from the Borderlands is great, but I really like uh-huh. Psychonauts too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, I get it. You hate Tales from the Borderlands. You shed tears. I was there. Crystal, how are you voting? <laughs> it's good. It's from the Borderlands, the game that tricked me into thinking maybe I should play Borderlands. It's <laughs> classic mistake. Frankly, that feels like a point against Tales from the Borderlands to me. No, that's good because it's like, oh, you took Borderlands, a game that's I'm s- not very good. And it's like, what if we, what if we made a good story out of this? I'm Here's so glad. That gave you the impression that there was something there. Here's the thing about Tales from the Borderlands, right? All you got to do to make one of those games good is be like. Okay, we're going to take, like, 90% of these really irritating one-note bit characters and just push them to the side. But that's you know the, the thing. R- that's what that's what made me so happy about Borderlands 3 is every element they took from Tales of the Borderlands, they ruined. 
which makes me so secure in knowing that like what made tales from the borderlands good had nothing to do with the borderlands right all right that's that's two for tales from the borderlands uh chelsea uh psychonauts that's a tie Ooh, these are both games that i'm like i gotta get around to that and you know what? I've wanted to get around to Tales from the Borderlands for nearly a decade now. Can you even buy it anymore? I own it. Oh, okay. Like, it was free on PS Plus, like, six to seven years ago. I think the shell company that bought all the Telltale stuff is selling everything again. Yeah. Great, I want to give I them money. They're trying to make games yeah, again. You don't, you, don't, you don't have to pay for Tales from the Borderlands. A little secret. Yeah. I'll give it to Psychonauts too because if I'm being honest with myself, I'm gonna get to that one before I get to Tails, which pushes Psychonauts to number eighty-five. Uh, let's see if it gets another like loved game. Oh no, I don't know how it's gonna beat this one. Chelsea, how's it compared to Kid Dracula, a Castlevania spinoff starring Dracula's cute little baby son? <gasps> Dracula. Kid Dracula is very good. Psychonauts looks very cool. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you might like Psychonauts, Chelsea. I could. It might. It's possible. It seems possible. Distinct possibility. <laughs> well, how do you vote? Uh, Psychonauts. Okay. Uh, Crystal. Kid Dracula. It's one for each. Maxi. Psychonauts. Zach. Oh, I just love looking at him. It's got to be Kid Dracula. Look at him. <laughs> if Dracula was a child. Okay, okay. <laughs> Listen, though. Look at Raz in the Psychonauts 2 outfit where it's like clearly a little too big for him, but he's doing his best. Maxie, I hear you. Do not try to tell me that anything in Psychonauts is the cutest kid, Dracula. <laughs> that's, not the, that's not the battlefield on which you want to wage this oh, war. Maxie, look at this okay, funny okay. bat. Listen. On listen. the cover. Listen. You know I love a funny bat. Yeah. I love funny bats so much. But hang on. I, I gotta use my uh I gotta use my trump card. Okay. <laughs> Fuck, that's not the right one. <laughs> you have posted uh romantic fan art of Ronnie the Witch from Elden Ring. <laughs> Now, hold on. Psychonauts 2 looks a little better than I thought. <laughs> there you go. Now I think this is what you're looking for. Sort of a cool uh, eyeball hellscape over in Psychonauts. It, it is very psychedelic. This is like the third stage in the game, pretty much. Uh, uh, and they dude, got were they back for it. Were they on yeah. drugs when they made this? <laughs> <laughs> no, they were yeah. they were on game developer juice. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, sleep deprivation. <laughs> it looks like it's meant to be viewed with 3D glasses. No, it looks like it's meant to be viewed on the side of a van. Well, I mean, it can be both. Okay, that's true. I don't see a single dragon or wizard. What kind of van would this be? All right, yeah, I mean, listen, I know full well I will absolutely love Psychonauts 2 whenever I get a fucking round to it. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it the vote here, which pushes it up to 42. Uh, hey, we're back uh, in familiar territory. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Power Stone? 
Psychonauts. Psychonauts, all right. Uh, Crystal. Psychonauts. Maxi. Psychonauts. And uh, Zach. Psychonauts. Yep, Psychonauts takes it in a sweep to jump up to number 22. Zach, how does Psychonauts 2 compare to Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, the uh, ain't like medieval Japan-themed FromSoft game where you're just a very cool guy with a very cool sword and a grapple hook? You I fight d- samurai. I do love that ninjas, guy. Ninjas, gorillas. <laughs> oh, the gorilla, though. Get the gorilla, gorilla is so good. Okay, okay, but the four monkeys, though. The four yes, monkeys, absolutely. Though. People diss that fight, and they're fucking no, crazy. No, the four monkeys no, is like great. the best part of that entire game. Are you kidding me? Yeah. The four sword monkeys kicks ass. Anyway, yeah, it's Sekiro. It's Sekiro. All right, Maxi. Listen, Sekiro's really good, but... Uh-huh. There is a reason that I did not beat Sekiro and that I did beat Psychonauts 2. So it's Psychonauts 2. And it's because okay. our roommate moved out with the PS4. <laughs> uh, Crystal. Sekiro is the best game ever made. Oh, shit. All now, right. objectively not true. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's 20 second at best. It's, it's, uh, it's so good. <laughs> I, listen, I'm with you. I really fucking like Sekiro. Uh, Chelsea. Psychonauts. Psychonauts. Uh, yeah, I'm going Sekiwo. All the way. Uh, which, let's see, that pushes Psychonauts down to number 32. Chelsea, how's it compared to Near Automata, a third-person action RPG about sad, horny robots? Psychonauts. Crystal. Near Automata? More like Near Why I Ought to Vote Psychonauts too. <laughs> Great. It's one for each, Maxi. Psychonauts, more like I'm not voting for Near Automata. <laughs> Zach. Okay, this is the part you can cut out. I already have one uh, sad, horny robot in my life, so I'm choosing uh, Psychonauts. Ah! Ah! All right. Okay, now hold on. I'm, I'm getting a clean one for you. No, no, okay. no. He's keeping I'm that. I'm choosing Psychonauts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I think you're just stuck with saying that one. I'm not the one uh, stuck with anything. <laughs> Psychonauts moves up to number 27. Uh, Zach, how does it compare to Resident Evil 4? It's Resident Evil 4. I don't need to fucking introduce it. My biggest game right is, hand comes off. is that I've never played a Resident Evil. Any of them. You're small time! <laughs> But I do like Leon Kennedy a lot. Yeah. Where did everybody go? Bingo? <laughs> and I don't have the same love in my heart for any character in Psychonauts, so I gotta go Resident Evil 4. All right. Maxi. How anti monarchist is Resident Evil 4? You get to murder a shitty little king, kid. Oh, that is good. I do Lord love Salazar. to do that. You break into his castle. He's got like uh, a statue of himself that is mechanized and chases you around. Are there still zombies, though? Um. Well, yeah. It depends on how you define zombie, I suppose. Not according to Leon Kennedy. Are not. they scary? 
Yeah. Well, that's scary. I'm voting for Psychonauts. All right. <laughs> Chris. That would be Resident Evil. Chelsea. Uh, Psychonauts. All right. Uh, that ties it. I'm going Resident Evil, babe. Man, I gotta play. I gotta do another playthrough of Resident Evil. What a good fucking game. This Resident Evil game uh, is pretty that, not bad. Yeah, especially that one. I, I have not played the original one, two, or three at all. They're pretty good. I kind of liked the two remake until I got out of the police station and I was like, oh, never mind. Anyway, uh, we are moving down to number 29. Chelsea, how does it compare to Window Frame? This is a platformer where you can wall jump off of the edges of the window itself. Right. I got around to playing that one. I forget if I mentioned right, that like, before. Yeah, it's kind of mid, actually. Yeah, it's kind of mid. <laughs> like, the, a lot of the gameplay is around, like, resizing the window to change the landscape. Uh, so, yeah, Chelsea, that or Psychonauts? Psychonauts. Alrighty. Uh, Crystal. Uh, Psychonauts. Okay, that's two for Psychonauts. Maxi. Psychonauts. Right, and Zach. It's Psychonauts. Psychonauts moves up to number 28. Zach, how does it compare to Puyo Puyo Tetris? Oh, uh, uh, two of some of my favorite games. Fuck yes. Uh-huh. Now I, I'm a big um, I'm a big fan of what I call well games. Yeah, love a good well game. Love a good and well game. I love Tetris more than Poyo Poyo, so I do have to factor that in. How much you know? Sure. Maybe I like Psychonauts too, less than Tetris, but more than Poyo Poyo, which I right, think is where right. I'm at. Yeah. So I think it's Poyo Poyo Tetris. Fuck yeah, Maxi. Now, Luke, I'm going to break your heart a little here. Uh-huh. I don't like Puyo Puyo very much. That's... All right. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. I, I, I can guess. get behind Tetris. I can uh, I can get with, like, Puzzle Fighter. I, just, I was just yeah. never able to get the hang of, like, setting up combos and stuff in Puyo Puyo. So... I mean, I will not fault you there. It's hard. Like, it is shockingly difficult given how easy the rules are to understand. Yeah. Uh, with that in mind, I'm going to vote for Psychonauts. Okay, that's one for each. Crystal. Poyo Poyo. All right. Chelsea. PPT. PPT, baby. Psychonauts moves down, and with that, it is placed at number 29, directly above Window Frame, directly below Puyo Puyo Tetris. I believe that is the highest-ranked game of the evening. Uh, Chelsea. Do you have anything you want to say about Chicory, or considering you haven't played it, would you like me to just read the Moby Games page? I'll, I'll say a little bit that it looks like a very cute game. I've heard very good things about it. I've I've heard that it's just a very wholesome, good feel in time. And the basic, the basically what I know about it is like you have this whole black and white world that you go around as a cute little dog with a big paintbrush, and you just color it up like it's the uh, like the coloring mat at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Moby Game says, Chicory, a colorful tale, is a top-down adventure game in a coloring book world where you can draw on anything. Use your painting powers to explore new places, solve puzzles, help your friends, and change the world. Something terrible happened. Chicory, superstar artist and wielder of The Brush, is missing, and all the color in the land vanished with her. It's up to you, Chicory's number one fan, to pick up the brush and fill in for her. It's a big job, but you're ready for it. Probably. This game sounds delightful. It really does. I've heard nothing but good things about it. 
I do love coloring books. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, has anyone played Chicory? Nope. Nope. Dang. Classic Let's yeah, Play I... scenario. Yeah, classic exactly. Let's Play scenario. <laughs> All right, well, let's just dive right the fuck in then and figure out where it belongs on this list. We're once again starting at number 343, the equilibrium point of the list as it exists now. Chelsea, how does its chicory compare to Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith for the Game Boy Advance? A side-scrolling brawler with pretty cool sprite art. Color dog. All right, Crystal. Chicory is delightful, but does it stand up to the most politically incisive science fiction tale of our generation? I wouldn't know, because we're not comparing it to that. <laughs> well, the, the, the story is adapted in the game. I'm... I am questioning whether it's the most politically incisive work of science fiction. What's a more? What's a better one? I don't know. Listen, I know where you're coming from, but fundamentally the point is just, hey, the U.S. kind of bad, huh? When, like, I don't disagree, but that's not exactly... This is how democracy ends with applause, is what she says. Yeah, and everybody groaned at it at the time because, yeah, fuck you. We know. We get it. Um, I've always for chicory. That's the thing. People today act like, oh, no one understood the subtle political commentary of the Star Wars prequels. Everyone did. They thought it was too on the nose. You're voting for chicory? Yes. All right, Maxie. Uh, what was the one that chicory's up against? I only heard a lot uh, about Star- s- subtle political allegory. Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith for Game Boy Advance. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith for Game Boy Advance. <laughs> Zach. I'm not entertaining any of this. It's chicory. <laughs> All right, yeah. Chicory takes it and moves up to number 171. Uh, Zach, how does it compare to... Pokemon Leaf Green version, the Generation 3 remake of Pokemon Green version. Oh. Now this is a Game Boy Advance game. Sure is. You know, if they made Kanto look ugly. Hmm. Yeah, and then they gave me... No, because they didn't. Then they give me some, like, cool islands to chill out on. Well, hmm. I wouldn't know because they didn't. (laughs) There's, like, three good ones. All right. I feel like nowadays I, w- I value the vibes more than like any sort of hidden nostalgia. So I think I got to go chicory. Okay. The vibes yeah. are more valuable. Fair. Maxi. Chicory. That's two for chicory. Chicory. Chelsea. Uh, chicory. It'd be really exciting next year when you finally have a Pokemon game you like. <laughs> that might end up being your game of the year, Chelsea. I doubt it. Could be, though. I doubt it. You enjoyed that game. <laughs> yeah, it was the first time I enjoyed a Pokemon game. Yeah, you played but a lot of it. I Yeah, but I haven't picked it up since I finished the uh, main story. You played it nonstop for like three weeks. <laughs> I wouldn't say I played it nonstop. I picked it up when I had time. You, it, all right, okay. I played it as much as any other game I'm like interested in. <laughs> sure, I'm just saying it seemed to really hook you. I liked it. I agree with you that you liked it. 
Chelsea, how does Chicory compare to Maple Story? Maple Story. I had. I have to. <laughs> Maple Story is the vibes. Yeah, yeah. Maxie? Uh, see, my memories of Maple Story are tainted by the fact that when I was a kid, I downloaded it on one of the library computers and it worked for like a day, but then it stopped working and I was always like, but I want to play more Maple Story and I never could. Haven't had that experience mm. with Chicory, so I got to vote for Chicory. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Zach? I haven't played either, but I like looking at Chicory more. Okay, that ties it. Yeah, I feel like Maple Story's got both the vibes and the nostalgia. I, I, I'll gotta give it to Maple Story, I think. Uh, which pushes Chicory down to number one twenty-eight. Maple Story is the foundation uh, of modern video gaming. I don't know if that's true, but I know why you're saying it. <laughs> as long as you get it. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> uh, Zach, how does Chicory compare to help? My large dog is being affectionate, and I need to record my objective video game ranking podcast, a fan game someone made based on this fucking show. They sound like the same game. What'd you say, Chelsea? I said I wish you hadn't explained it immediately. I oh. wish you had just let the, the title sit. <laughs> sure. They made a 25-episode uh, Maple Story anime? <laughs> what? I think I did hear about that, but I never... It came out in 2007. Yeah, that sounds about right. Shit, I should watch uh. this. <laughs> Hell yeah. Anyway, yeah, Zach, which way are you voting? Wait, what's it up against? Help My Large Dog is uh, being affectionate, and I need to record my objective video game ranking box. So obviously, the large dog being affectionate, that's adorable. Yeah, all right, Maxie. Yeah, it's the large dog. Better than a small dog. More dog to love. Exactly. It's what I've been saying. (laughs) Help my large dog. All right, Chelsea. Uh, I'm giving it to Chicory. (laughs) You know, there is a dog in Chicory, but it is a small dog. He's just a little guy. Yeah, well, the the small dog in Chicory is trying to be helpful. Sure. The large dog being affectionate is, is... Messing up the votes. You have now experienced that large dog being affectionate to you. You understand what I was going through now. I do. Barkley is very affectionate. He's very affectionate. And very large. Uh, Alright. Chicory's moving down to number 149. The only one on this list to not crack the top 100 so far. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Assassin's Creed Rogue? This is, uh, the PlayStation 3? Oh, the direct-to-video Assassin's Creed. Right, the the (laughs) one that came out on previous-gen consoles compared to Assassin's Creed Unity, which came out on the fancy new consoles, and all the true connoisseurs said it was secretly the good Assassin's Creed. I think most people would agree this is the better of the two. Yeah, I mean, no one liked Unity at all, and there's people that like Rogue. Uh, but yeah, how do you vote Chelsea? Uh, uh, <laughs> Chicory, I guess. All right, great. Crystal. Chicory. Uh, Maxie. Chicory. And Zach. Chicory. All right, Chicory moves up to number 138. Somehow the unknown quantity is better than the known quantity. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let's see, Zach, how does Chicory compare to My Father's Long Long Legs, a piece of interactive fiction, a, a horror short story by 
that guy that does podcasts where he talks about smart people books. Uh, I don't know how to read, so I'm going to go with Chicory. <laughs> All right. Maxie. Chicory. Michael Lutz. That's that guy's yes. name. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, yeah, now that I, I know that, dude. Still vote yeah. Chicory, though. My father's long right. legs. Okay. And Chelsea. Uh, Chicory. Okay. Chicory takes it and moves up to number 133. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Kirby's Avalanche? It's Puyo Puyo with a delightful little uh, skin of Kirby on top. Oh, don't call it. Don't say it like that. Uh, no, no. I mean, like, when you, like, make pudding and you have, like, the. That's worse! No, Luke, I think you mean, like, the new mouthful mode. <laughs> yeah, Kirby is going mouthful mode on Puyo Puyo. I thought you meant, like, okay. when you leave, like, gravy sitting out and it kind of develops, like, this film on top. That you have to yeah, the up. film. I mean, that's sort of like what a pudding skin is, but pudding skin is pleasant. <laughs> is it? Yeah! It doesn't sound pleasant. No, it it's sounds good. Gross. We should make pudding. Chelsea, let's make pudding. You can make pudding. All right, I will. <laughs> uh, I'm Chicory. Chicory, all right. Uh, Kirby's just such a delightful creature. I gotta vote for Kirby. Yeah. Uh, Maxie. I mean, I still just don't like to- Poyo Poyo very much, so Chicory. Mm. Uh, Zach. Kirby and Poyo Poyo, two blobs I love. Yeah, yeah. So it's gotta be Kirby Avalanche. I gotta go Kirby Avalanche, which pushes uh, Chicory down to 135. Uh, uh, Zach, how does it compare to Hunt the Wumpus, an early text adventure game, arguably one of the foundations of the text adventure genre, and therefore all computer gaming? Uh, how long? How long was this after Colossal Cave Adventure? Um, I'm not sure exactly how long, but it's the same like time period. This is okay. 1979. Hell yeah! I think the big thing this improved on from Colossal Cave Adventure is it's more like dynamic. Like I said, I can't read, so I'm going with yeah, Chicory. Chicory. All right, Maxie. Mm, Chicory. Okay, that's two for Chicory. Uh, Crystal. Hunt the Wumpus. And Chelsea. Gotta give it to Chicory. Alright, Chicory takes it. Uh, Hunt the Wumpus predates and, uh, Colossal Cave Adventure. Oh, does it? Okay. 1973 versus 76. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, the version I'm looking at Moby Games is 79, but it's one of those games that I'm sure has, like, a bunch of different releases and shit. Okay, this is the Apple II version of Hunt the Wumpus. Okay. The journalistic team at Moby Games really needs to step their shit up. Yeah, yeah. Maybe now that they're owned by Atari, that'll change. No, oh my god. No. Yeah, Atari bought wait, wait, Moby what? Games. What? Yeah, you didn't hear that? Atari bought Moby Games. Oh, what a valuable acquisition. Aren't they building hotels? <laughs> you know, allegedly. They're also allegedly launching a cryptocurrency. Well, who is it? I don't know what the fuck Atari's doing. Selling hats with speakers on them. Atari is a brand people recognize, and they're desperately trying to attach it to something. How many Ataris have there been so far? Because this has happened a few times. This has all been the same company, I think. Really? Huh. Yeah. Like, I think these are the same people that made, like, the speaker hat. Yeah, yeah, exactly the speaker hat. Formerly known as Infogroms? I believe so. Let's find out. Atari. No, don't. 
Don't try to correct correct my search to something else. I just want Atari here. Uh, okay. Well, let's let's go this way. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Atari Inc. Was an amazing... No, no, I just want the current owner of Atari. Yeah, they, it's been the same people since 2001. Okay. Alright, well... Oh yeah, in 2020, Atari token was launched. So they did, they, they did launch the cryptocurrency. <laughs> wow, Atari Group announced in March 2020 that it granted ICICB a non-exclusive license to run a cryptocurrency online casino on Atari's website based on the Atari token. Oh hey, good news. The latest issue of the official Atari Hotels newsletter is out. Great. As, I'm so glad. As of a week and a half ago. Yeah. Oh, on September 26, 2017, Atari sent out a press release about the new Atari VCS, which confirmed more details about the console. It will run a Linux operating system with full access to the underlying OS, but it will have a custom interface designed for the TV. I love the optimism of whoever wrote this Wikipedia page. I think the Dude, last Atari this entire... published game I purchased was The Chronicles of Riddick Assault on Dark Athena. Okay. This entire newsletter for Atari Hotels is all crypto. The last time I remember seeing an Atari, like, splash screen when I booted up a game was Dragon Ball Z Budokai 2. That's it. Now that's a game. That's a game right there, baby. You could play as Omega Shenron in it. He wasn't even in the anime yet when it was airing over here. That's so it's like, damn, what am I seeing? I'm not supposed to see right? this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, anyway. <laughs> Chelsea, does uh, how does Chicory compare to Pokemon Puzzle League? This is uh, the... Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Here we go. This is the N64 tile-swapping extravaganza. Yet another well game. Uh, no! Okay, no, it was the other is Pokemon it? puzzle game. I guess yes, it is. It's a well. Yeah. It's pushing up from the bottom. Is the best the one, top, yeah. some may say. This is like a panel to pawn. Yes, yes. panel to pawn. Yeah, same game. How do you vote, Chelsea? Oh, uh, Chicory. Chicory, all right. Uh, Crystal. Uh, Chicory. Okay, that's two for Chicory. Maxi. I'm sorry, it's Chicory. Okay, Zach. If I gotta be the Pokemon Puzzle League defender, I will. Yeah, apparently you do. <laughs> it's hard to defend uh, because everything in that game is in incredibly annoying. <laughs> that does sound like it'd be difficult to defend then, yeah. Chicory beats Pokemon Puzzle League, and with that, Chicory, a colorful tale, is placed number 134, directly above Pokemon Puzzle League, directly below Kirby's Avalanche. <laughs> Fucking, what's out of the top two? Oh, the perfect golf, no longer a top 200 game. Uh, what hope is there for all the imperfect golfs out there now? What if every time you did anything and you're just trying to play and chill and play a game of Tetris Attack, anytime you did anything, a Pokemon made a noise in your ear? Yeah. <laughs> and not the not the fun game cries that sound like a broken computer, but like the anime ones. Right. Alright, the last game of the evening is my nomination for Game of the Year 2021, a little game called Unsighted. This is a 2D top-down action-adventure game, sort of in a vein of Zelda. I think the developers of it have described it as a Metroidvania, which... No, it's a Zelda. <laughs> it's a Zelda game. Uh, you run around, you got, like, temples to go to to collect crystals. The premise of this game... Has anyone else played this or no? No. I have not. Okay. 
The premise of Unsighted is you are a cool robot girl. Okay, it's already got a got a lot of clout in my book. Right? Yep, I knew that. <laughs> you live in a society of robot people. Um, at some point in the like semi recent past, a meteor crashed into Earth, containing like an element that could turn robots sentient. And you all sort of broke away and made this small community. There's, like, a few... I think there's maybe only one human who lives with you who's, like, a roboticist. Because all the other humans rejected you. It's, like, the same fucking... It's the same story every robot revolution thing is. About, like, well, they have sentience. We gotta kill them now. Except it's from the perspective of the robots who are like, Hey, that's fucked up. Why? That seems rude. We just want to live our lives. Um, so the humans, uh, develop this, like, weapon to, like, basically just drop an iron dome over the meteor, sealing off its radiation, which means that all of you are slowly but surely losing your sentience. Um, you have, like, your, whatever, like, chunks of the meteor you had in reserve, but once that burns up, you will go unsighted. And, uh, generally that means you go berserk. Uh, so every time you talk to a character in this game... They have a timer next to them that ticks down in real time. I think pausing the game stops the timer, but nothing else will. Like, while you're talking to people, you can see the clock tick. And once that ticks over, they just become an enemy. They will not talk to you. They will do nothing but attack you on sight. And you also have a timer. And I think you just lose your save file if you let that hit zero. I don't know for sure because I never let it happen. And you have to, like, go, yeah, collect all the shit you need to open up the meteor for everybody again uh, while you, you know, try to beat the clock and also collect resources to keep folks from going unsighted. Also, you're trying to find your cool robot girlfriend who went missing in a big battle with you. And uh, there's just a lot of really cool stuff. The sprite art is gorgeous in this game. All the items are really cool. The combat's awesome. It's very, like, parry-focused where, like, you parry a motherfucker and that stuns them so you can just wail on them. There's uh, a fishing mini-game where now, <laughs> fishing is... N- yeah. Now, listen. I love fishing yeah. mini-games. Feels like you don't have the time for that if that's, you ask me. Well, you didn't let me finish. You didn't let me finish. You get a fishing rod from a cool fishman robot who talks about how relaxing fishing is. In fact, it's so relaxing that it feels like time stands still while you're doing it. Mm. And that's one of the only other ways to pause the clock is to do the fishing mini game. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know what? You brought it back around. I can respect yeah, it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else? There's... Like, I had a moment in this game where I was... Because I play games like an asshole, where, like, if I find something I'm clearly not supposed to do, but I think I could do, I will waste way too much time trying to do it. It's part of why I have not beaten Elden Ring yeah, yet. I was about but, to say, well, oh, yeah, you're in you're in Kaelid, too, huh? I shouldn't... Well, I've gotten past that. I'm pretty deep at this point, but I was in Kaelid for a long time. Like, I should clearly go somewhere else, but I can technically squeak through here, so I am going to waste way too much time when I could just come back in 30 levels and breeze through it. Uh, and there were moments in Unsighted where I was like, okay, I'm clearly supposed to wait till I have some other mobility item to get over there, but I think if I time these double jumps just right, I can get there. And then at some point I realized, wait a second, I just blew like 45 minutes trying this, and uh, that took time off my clock that I do not have to spend. Uh-oh. 
just that constant feeling that, you know, the clock is always ticking and you are always getting closer to either just flat out losing or, you know, losing important NPCs, either that, like, you're invested in emotionally or that serve important gameplay functions, uh, is real alarming. Um, you like I said, you collect pieces of the meteor, and they basically act like pieces of heart, and you can either consume them to extend your own timeline or give them away to other people to extend their timelines. And um, every time you do that, it like raises their affection level with you, and if you max that out, then they will like give you a cool item. There's collectible dogs. There's like an animal shelter that's missing their dogs, and you can find them out in the overworld... And bring them back to the animal shelter, but also you can bring one of the dogs with you to just go adventuring with you. Uh, there's like a secret NPC who's like, hey, you're trying to save the whole world. It's kind of, you're, it's more important that you stay alive than anybody else. You give me a name, I will go kill them and add their timer onto your time. And that character is on the list they give you. And if you pick them, it starts a boss fight with them. And it's a really hard boss fight, but if you beat it, they will show up at the end of the game to help you, uh, like, beat the final boss. It rules. It's such a good... F oh, God, I gotta replay that game. It's so fucking good. It's not that long, either. The, the You know the spinner from Twilight Princess? You can use that in this game. That's just in there. I mean, it is the only thing I remember from Twilight Princess. Exactly. Except, you know how it kind of... It seems cool, but it kind of sucks because you can only use it on tracks... You don't. You can use it on tracks and unsighted, but you can also just ride around on it like it's a death top skateboard, and it rules. Anyway, that's my pitch this on game unsighted. Sounds really good. It fucking rules. Sounds like it's a Souls game. <laughs> and at least, uh, it's it's. I was I was not, gonna ask: Is this yeah. a hyperlight drifter? Um, it's been a long time since I played hyperlight drifter, but it's got more than nothing in common with that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's definitely got a little bit of Souls DNA Luke in just, it. It's a little difficult. Luke, just tell me this. Yeah. Is it t one? Is it top down or two D? Um, it's both. Both. Yeah. Like, like it's the same perspective as like Legend of Zelda, but like two D. So, so, okay, sorry. By two D, I meant like, is it from the side? No, no. Yeah, it's top down. Okay. That's gonna lose some points for me. Huh. Mmm, I see. Uh, listen, no, I played Hyperlight Drifter. I just couldn't vibe with it. I that kind of gameplay doesn't work top down for me. Hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's about all I can say about it. Uh. So let's just get into the place in here. Uh, we are starting at game number three hundred and forty-three once again. Uh, Zach, how does Unsighted compare to? Ba -ba -ba, Van Dyke, another top-down action game. This one's for arcades. You're like a barbarian guy. What fights people? One of these games I could technically get for free if I tried hard enough. The other one I would have to spend quarters on. Now, Also, you wouldn't have to try that hard because Unsighted's on Game Pass. Now, Luke, I will say, I'm pretty sure you could technically get both of these games for free if you tried hard enough. <laughs> if you tried hard enough, yeah. Yeah, and then I gotta put some quarters into my computer so it runs on MAME. <laughs> I love the idea of somebody having a USB coin slots to get the authentic <laughs> arcade experience with Yeah, when any when any cops message me in Twitch chat saying how I got these games, I say, Don't worry, officer, and I take a picture. 
I just put quarters into it, and then when it fills up, I empty it out and mail it off to the company that made the game. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, yeah, so was that a vote for unsighted? Yes. Alright, Maxi? Uh, unsighted. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, come on, it's got, like, barbarian robot girls. Shut the fuck up, of course you're voting for it. (laughs) I, I don't know that Massaging I appreciate being pigeonholed like this. Uh-huh. Pigeons are also a type of animal you are. You are. <laughs> okay, no, that's not true. I do love pigeons. I am not a pigeon. You just play one on TV. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Crystal? John Cena, you can't see me. <laughs> Chelsea? Unsighted. Unsighted wins and moves up to number 171. Chelsea, how does it compare to uh, Pokemon Yellow version? It's Pokemon Red and Blue, but with a Pikachu. Unsighted. All right. Uh, Crystal. Unsighted. Uh, Maxi. Unsighted. And Zach. Aw, but Pikachu's so cute. That's true. It's fine. Yeah, it's unsighted. All right. <laughs> uh, unsighted moves to number 84. Uh, Zach, how does it compare to Polar Alarm? What was Polar? Oh, this is the weird, like, surreal adventure game based on the German talk show. We're right. You have to me- You have to keep drinking beer, but if you do that, you'll have to piss, so you got to find a toilet. Oh, never mind. This game sounds all right. Yeah, it's got FMV video from the TV show it's based on. <laughs> oh, you, this keeps getting better and better. I was actually I'm just like... I'm going to show you this screenshot from Moby Games real quick. Yeah, no, this is... The, I'm voting for this one. All right. <laughs> you Maxie. can't beat this. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, it's Fuller Alarm. <laughs> is, it, is this a non-standard McDonald's? It looks I mean, like a damn know, shopping mall. Yeah, I don't know what McDonald's look like in Germany, so I couldn't say if it's standard or not. Uh, Crystal. I'm going to vote for Unsighted. Okay. Chelsea. Um, Unsighted. I'm also going to vote for Unsighted and move it up to number 42. Chelsea, how does it compare to uh, Toho 18 Unconnected market- Marketeers? Unsighted. Crystal. Oh, Unsighted. Okay, Maxi. Toho. Okay, and uh, Zach? Toho. That ties it. I do gotta vote for my champion here. And uh, push unsighted up to number 20. Uh, Zach, how does it compare to Tetris for the Game Boy? Poof. Maybe the worst Tetris. One of the worst Tetrises. Doesn't have the standardized colors yet. I don't know what the hell is, you know, the piece with the the box, with the smaller box in the middle. Can never remember. Bad Tetris to play. Unsighted. Okay. Maxi. Sorry, what's it up against again? Tetris for the Game Boy. Oh, fuck that. Unsighted. (laughs) It is a fake-ass Tetris. Unsighted. Chelsea. Uh, unsighted. All right. Well, I was re- I was going to get ready to make the case for why 
well, yes, obviously it is the most iconic Tetris. I do have several criticisms of it, but all right, sure. There's not a single icon I remember in that game. You don't need to. They're just shapes. <laughs> uh, Unsighted moves up to number 10. Got a shot at the top 10 here. Chelsea, how does it compare to Emergency Call Ambulance? It's a crazy taxi knockoff, but with an ambulance instead of a taxi. God damn it. <laughs> Unsighted. It's All right, kind of an emergency call ambulance. Okay, so one for each. Just a good uh, business maxi. plan. <laughs> I love how Crazy Taxi plays, so yeah, I'll take more of that. Emergency call ambulance. Okay, Zach. Yeah, I think it's got to be emergency call ambulance. Damn, all right. <laughs> I'll be voting for Undertale. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, uh, Unsighted moves down to number 15. Not Undertale. Oh, okay, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it lost to emergency call right, ambulance, right, Chelsea. Right, lost, okay. I was, okay, I was just ready. <laughs> Someday, we're gonna do an episode of this podcast uh, the year after Deltarune was finished, and yeah. I'm going to be insufferable on that. <laughs> Zach, how does Unsighted compare to number 15, Cookie's Bustle, an adventure game that is in Japanese, so I don't fully understand what's going on oh, with it, but frankly, never, no, I don't know Oh, is this, is this the game with um, the girls, like, is a teddy bear? Yeah. Oh, man, I, would, I love watching clips of this game all day. It's wild. Cookie. All day, every day. Okay. Maxi. Cookie's Bustle. That's two for Cookie's Bustle. Crystal. PS1, greatest console ever made. You could just make anything on that. Cookies Bustle. <laughs> All right, Chelsea. Unsighted. All right, Cookies Bustle wins, and Unsighted moves down to number 17. Chelsea, how does it compare to Tales of Symphonia, Dawn of a New World, the sequel to Tales of Symphonia for the Wii? Unsighted. Crystal. Unsighted. Maxi. Unsighted. And Ma uh, Zach. Can you dual-wield in any of these games? You can definitely dual-wield and unsighted. Oh, well, then that one. Okay. Only thing I know about Tails is that the Wait, boy's got two swords, don't he? Can you dual-wield and unsighted? I'm like 90% sure you can, but now I'm second-guessing myself. Uh, Yeah, okay, yes, yes, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you could have just lied to me. <laughs> All right, Unsighted wins and moves up to number 16. Zach, how does it compare to The Missing, J.J. Macfield, and The Island of Memories, a game I feel very conflicted about because I love the game itself and kind of hate everyone in who made it? The hell is this game? I've never heard of this before in my life. It's a 2D puzzle platformer about a uh, young trans woman searching oh, for Oh, this is, this is um, sweary, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, I was told by a lot of people that Normally, I trust to tell me to keep playing this, but yeah, it didn't really grab me, and I didn't really want to play more of it. So that's fair. I think I got to go with Unsighted. Yeah, uh, Maxi. Listen, <laughs> uh huh. I don't want to get into it with you know whatever else. Sure. Just on its own. J.J. Macfield might be one of my... Hmm, no, it's probably not one of my favorite games of all time. I think it was definitely my one of my favorite games of that year, though. 
And yeah, I mean, let me pull up my ranked list of games of all time because it's. Up I think there. it is. It's number twenty. For it me is a very strong and compelling video game. So I got to go with JJ Macfield. I finished that game and then had to get in the car and drive somewhere. And like five minutes on the road, I had to pull over to cry about the game that I had just finished playing. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, again, everything around it sucks ass, and yet somehow, in spite of the people behind it, it's, uh, amazing. Crystal? Unsighted. Uh, Chelsea? The Missing. The Missing, okay, so, Max, you said Missing, Chelsea, you said Missing, sorry, Zach, how'd you vote? Uh, you voted Unsighted. Uh, I voted Unsighted. That ties it, buh, buh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love both of these games. Oh, Ugh. I'll go with the missing, which in that case places Unsighted at number 17, directly above Tales of Symphonia, Dawn of a New World, and directly below the missing J.J. Macfield and the Island of Memories. And with that, we've done it. We've placed the five best games of 2021. I believe at the bottom, we've got Chicory, A Colorful Tale at number 135. Uh, then I believe after that, we've got Caligula Effect... Two at number 58. Big jump. Uh, then we've got Toho 18 at number 43. Then we've got Psychonauts 2 at number 30. And Unsighted at number 17. Proving once again that I objectively have the best taste. And I have the worst. <laughs> you know, that would explain why you're dating me. Oh, no, no, no. Not allowed. <laughs> Too late, motherfucker. Alright, let's take a quick look at the bottom and top ten. Top ten almost changed, but not quite. Our bottom ten, uh, starting at number 681, we've got Megamind, the Blue Defender. Number 682, Putt-Putt joins the parade. Number 683, Under Zero. Number 684, Asphalt. Number 685, Accordion Hero. Number 686, Minion Pregnancy. Number 687, Time of Silence. Number You're doing that Lucky for Charms longer each machine. time, I swear. You got like a stopwatch. <laughs> number 689, Mechanica. And number 690, South Park, The Stick of Truth. Meanwhile, at our top 10, number 10, Emergency Call Ambulance. Wee, wee, wee. I don't do that much anymore, but I felt like after it defended its title this time, it deserved the wee-woo-wee-woo. Uh, number 9, Stark Raft. Number 8, Bug Fables, the Everlasting Sapling. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Maxie. <laughs> number 7, Pathologic. Number 6, Outer Wilds. Number 5, Undertale. Number four, Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door. Number three, Barbie Horse Adventures, Wild Horse Rescue. Number two, Crusader Kings 3. And number one, the best game of all time, to our knowledge, Kentucky Route Zero PC Edition. I burp. You want to do I a clean take, or? Nah, it's fine. <laughs> Last place. Kentucky Route Zero is, I've talked about this, it's definitely uh, at or very near number one for me, but I do wish there was a more fun number one game. We gotta fuck up this list again. I would like to get to a peer reveal. 
Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Someday, maybe. Who can say? 690 divided by this 5. This would be... Yeah, what's 690 divided by 5? That's... Uh, 138, so that's 12 episodes away from a peer review. You know, we'll get there in a few years. Yeah, someday. <laughs> what if we uh, recorded another that... episode in a week? I'm trying to think of what I got going on next week. I, I'll get back to you. Maybe. It's possible. Uh, Zach, do you have anything that you would like to plug? Oh, I ain't got shit. Uh, I'm at Bonetail underscore on Twitter, you know, from the, the highly acclaimed character from the third best game of all time, Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door. Right, right. Of course. Hell yeah. Maxie, how about you? Sure. You can find me at Max Knightley. That's M-A-X-K-N-I-G-H-T-L-E-Y on both Twitter and Tumblr. Uh, and I'm also on Idle on Playtest, but I figure Luke's going to talk about that. And I'm on a podcast where I talk about uh, video game movies with a friend called Video Game the Movie the Podcast. And I believe you can find that on Twitter at VGTMTP. All right. Uh, Crystal. You can find me on the Book of Medora podcast for talking about the lore of the Zelda and the Metroid series. There'll be a mailbag episode of that out pretty soon. Uh, you can find me on MCU Complete Me and its spin-off series, The Matrix Has You at Hello, where me and Luke talk about all the Marvel movies and all the Matrix movies. Hey, Crystal, do you want to finally talk about Ang Lee's Hulk this We have to month? do the Animatrix first, but yes, we can also talk about Ang Lee's Hulk. Oh, I Hulk. forgot we have to do the Animatrix. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to record Eidolon at all in April and May, so I'm like, oh, I, I've got time for all the other shit I usually neglect. Is his name pronounced Ong? I've been calling it Ang Lee's Hulk this whole time. I believe his name is pronounced Ong. Damn. Uh, uh, no, okay, actually, it might be pronounced Ang, according to this first article I'm finding. It says it rhymes with Tang, not Gong. Okay, I'm wrong then. I learned a thing. Well, you're Rang. Great. Oh, I see. So, all right. I understand. Uh, his, like, given name would be pronounced on, but he's, uh, he's like, Americanized it. Oh. So he prefers Aang. If I understand, I'm skimming this very quickly while also trying to talk at the same time, so maybe that's inaccurate, but that's what I believe the thrust of this article is. Let's get out of here before I put my foot in my mouth some more. Uh, as for, oh, Chelsea, you can plug things. Yeah, uh, you can find me at Nitspecibus on Twitter. I need to change my Twitter handle, but I don't know what to change it to. Mm. But in the meantime, you can find me at Nitspecibus. Right, you're tired of being a Homestuck reference. <laughs> yeah, I really am. <laughs> uh, as for me, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as MCU Complete Me, which Crystal referenced, and... Idle on Playtest, an actual play RPG campaign that IGM. Uh, we just wrapped up our two-year-long series, Idle on Pop Rock. Uh, right now, we are doing a sort of interstitial interlude series uh, called World of Assassination, based on a game Crystal wrote of the same name, inspired by the IO Hitman games. It's better than that train level in Hitman 3, I'll tell you that fucking much. You can also find me on Totally Reprise Has Always Been Cool, which is currently a uh, Twin Peaks rewatch podcast. Well, it's rewatch for me, first time watch for the other two hosts. That's a good fucking time. We just covered uh, the the episode with, like, the horse. You know what it means, or you don't. Um, that's it. 
God, I fucking love All the right. horse. It's a good horse. No, it's well, a really I mean, it's a shit horse. horse. It's a bad horse, but it's a good. It's good to see. It's good for me to see. It's bad for them. I to love see. to see the horse. The, I love to fact, see the horse, even though I understand the implications of seeing the horse are that bad. That horse was the first image I ever saw of Twin Peaks, like in motion, because yeah. I caught it on TV. Like uh-huh. completely by accident one time. So then years later, when I watched through Twin Peaks with Zach, I was just spending right. all of season two like, okay, does the horse show up yet? Maybe the horse shows up right. now? Is it horse time? I'm pretty sure that horse only shows up once in the first show, right? Yes. I think it shows up exactly one time in each version of Twin Peaks. Anyway, uh, that's going to be it. Let's get out of here. Uh, Chelsea, give us a sign off. Mine sweeper knocked out of the top 200. Oh, shit. Crystal. Boogie pop. <laughs> Maxie. Beat Elden Ring the other day. Game's easy. <laughs> Zach. I'm going to play some Toho after this. I've got to go to the bathroom. We'll see you next time on Let's Place. Bring it back to Polar Alarm there. I thought.